Hello and welcome back to the ASAP Weekly Pokemon Podcast. Um, I feel like this episode is getting a uh, more hype than a probably. I mean, it's it's going to be a good episode, but I don't know if the hype is uh, equivalent to to where we initially put this episode at. But just because it's been foretold and it's been uh, you know postponed until now, but I'm here with Matt with Tristan. How are you doing, guys? Doing well. Been looking forward to this one for a while. I understand it might be a little hyped, but I I'm personally quite hyped for talking about Sun and Moon. Yeah, it was foretold or foretold in the Dead Sea Scrolls, as uh, <laughs> as everyone knows. Yeah, I'm doing um, pretty good. You guys? Yeah, yeah. And I, I think uh, this is this is big because I believe is it wait is this now I'm trying to like think back, but I think I think this is the last episode before we do the. Uh, sword and shield revisit with tristan this time so um that's also an episode that'll be very spicy (laughs) and after that episode we'll start thinking of our lists for the original uh series so i'll talk more in depth of that in future episodes but yes we're kind of we're kind of building to it uh and this episode will be on sun and moon i did play a little bit of it um over the last little while so i have some fresh memories um and some things i i think you know, t- one thing I was thinking about when I was kind of replaying the game um, is that I think replayability is a very, very different discussion than enjoyment kind of first time playthrough. Um, I think in some games it can kind of be a little bit unfair, uh, depending on what they focus on more or less. That yeah, like, replayability, yeah, yeah, is is completely different discussion sometimes. So I'm trying, I'm trying to keep that in mind and and um because you know if, if only we had someone who had never played these games playing it for the first time you know that that would be the maybe the honest impressions where they weren't um what's the word influenced by anyone else uh th- that might be the way to do it but uh yeah we're here to talk about it i'm ready for sun and moon um the first kind of little opening segment that we'll have here is just talking about our overall game impressions so this can delve in, uh, delve into any different part we want we can kind of let it f- flow a little bit and we'll have a more like direct story and Pokemon segment later on. Uh, but it's okay if they cross over a little bit here and there. What's your overall impressions of Sun and Moon? I know, Matt, you wanted to talk about it. So maybe we can start with you, Matt. Um, I'm very positive about Sun and Moon. Uh, it has a couple of stumbles. Like, I'm not really huge on Z moves. I don't think <laughs> I ever actually use them uh, in my day-to-day combat because there's a lot of implementation weirdness about it. Like you weren't really sure what the attack was going to do, how powerful it was going to be. Um, Cause it was all set on the Pokemon, but it was all very, op- it, it was somewhat opaque from my recollection. Uh, but uh, this Pokemon, they were trying, they were trying a couple new things. Like they got rid of gyms and they had the Island challenges instead. Uh, I think we'll get more in depth in that later, but uh, I overall liked the uh, island trials, but I think they didn't go far enough. We get actually well since the story is kind of separate from like the game structure. This is definitely a good point where we can talk a little bit about that part of it. Sure. I I I remember this very vividly. I think the trials, the first like the first one I did, I absolutely hated. Okay, and I'm gonna tell you why. 
I absolutely hated it because it was different. <laughs> it was something that I was not used to. And I'm like, what is this nonsense? But by the end of the game, I actually really loved it. So that's kind of, I remember that emotional kind of change uh, because I think the first time you experience it, you're like, oh, like I, I rather face, you know, like gym leaders, right? I'm used to like your typical story. Um, but then, you know, so the first one, especially because it was, wasn't it like the boring, like, z- uh, Zigazoon clone. Um, yeah, it was just like you know, go here, uh, go go to this den, fight the unevolved form. Go to this den, fight the unevolved form. Go to this den, fight the unevolved form. Boss fight. Yeah, and I I didn't hate that structure. I just think the the Pokemon that they had in the beginning didn't really do me any favors. So I was really like kind of annoyed, um, especially because they they were trying to st- tell a story through it, and it felt. Uh, sometimes like the trial is like your separate thing that you're trying to do and i wasn't like sold on it but then later on i do remember as the game continued i'm like nah get me back to the trials they're actually getting creative and this like boss pokemon thing i know matt you talked about this boss pokemon thing that you really like like they could they should do more of that although yeah you know that was uh Mm -hmm. it's really refreshing to have a uh boss pokemon with enhanced stats that can actually be from time to time actually challenging um and you're not incentivized to catch it because i think that's where a lot of the legendaries kind of fall down because the legendaries are part boss fight part catching thing but uh you're so incredibly incentivized to catch the legendary pokemon you're not really concerned about fighting them yeah and uh you know game freak doesn't you know buff the legendary pokemon you can still take out moltres with a hydro <laughs> pump like <laughs> uh so i'd like to see this concept expanded on maybe mm-hmm. not quite so literally as sword and shield did <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, okay we can talk about it more next episode but i think they did it pretty good i, I know you. Guys oh no I, I was just shield. making a joke about no, how they had boss pokemon literally get larger yeah <laughs> I, I thought that was i thought that was cool all right maybe we can uh, use this time tristan what are your kind of your overall impressions of sun and moon i know what i'm kind of getting from matt is he's very favorable i'm i'm pretty favorable but i i kind of want to get your initial takes uh, uh, my overall impression of Sun and Moon is that Pokemon Sun and Moon are what happens when Game Freak partners with Studio Trigger. <laughs> I like that. Um, so much of Pokemon Sun and Moon feels like kill a kill, but like transplanted into Pokemon. Just in terms <laughs> of like its overarching plot structure, I'm like, wow, this lady is nuts. Like, actually, like anime villain nuts. What is going on here? But like it was in a fun way. So do you, yeah. do you, are you are you overall like okay? I get I guess that's uh, maybe I have good. I have yeah. one issue with the overall okay. story, and we will yeah. get there, and it'll be like a two minute rant. Got it, got it. I'm ready. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> how about how about the the structure oh, of the game though? Maybe I like I like the trial system a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, minor spoiler warning for when we get there. Uh, I appreciated I that, away. despite all the trials, it still ended yeah. with the elite four. Ooh. Yeah, where they were kind of like, oh, well, we'll establish an Elite Four. That'll be cool. We'll do it just because it sounds neat. And I'm like, yeah, that's, that's a pretty good way to cap this off. Um, I think the actual implementation of that leaves a little to be desired, and that's going to be the subject of my <laughs> impassioned rant. 
uh, entitled Who the Hell Are You? But we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Um, you want to say something here yeah yeah i I just wanted to qualify what i was saying before about uh uh how i felt they didn't go far enough with the trial system Mm -hmm. my only issue with the trials is that they tend to follow the formula of you fight an uninvolved pokemon uninvolved pokemon an uninvolved Mm -hmm. pokemon and then their evolution as the boss Mm mm-hmm the problem I have with that is, in most cases, evolution evolutionary lines share typing. And so if you weaknesses. if you're strong typing against the specific Pokemon, you just kind of wreck them. <laughs> yeah. So if you have a hard counter to the first Pokemon, <laughs> I have a you... fun story about this one. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a hard counter to the first Pokemon, you will just destroy the trial like there is nothing they can do to you if you have a hard counter i accidentally shattered the water trial over my knee it was <laughs> brutal um when i got sun and moon i was like i want to do something different for this time because i've played the other pokemon games i'm gonna do this with all evs and it'll be fun and to do that because you can't catch them for like a little while Mm-hmm. Um, and they don't give you any kind of evolutionary stones for a while as well. And this is on purpose. We'll get to that. Um, you can't get them until around the fourth trial-ish. And I think the I think the water one's either the third or the second. I don't remember offhand. Um, but basically what happened was a few friends um, indulged me and gave me the evolution items I need. And I found out that the... Um, I'm um, I'm gonna mess this up. There's the the water trial you fight off against that one Pokemon. Yeah, um... it like schools together. I I'm gonna like I'm I'm ruining my own credibility because I do not remember the name of School it. School form, uh, wishy washy, wishy washy. There we go. Yeah. I knew it was yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it turns out that School form wishy washy has no offensive abilities that aren't water type. <laughs> like not oh, even no. a tackle. Um, and Vaporeon has Water Absorb, which not only negates damage, but heals Vaporeon. So, um, <laughs> yeah. I, I got into a boss fight I physically couldn't lose. And I was kind of like, huh. Oops. That's the best kind of <laughs> boss fight, honestly. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I, yeah, the wa- <laughs> speaking of the water trial, the water trial was particularly egregious because you fight because Wishy Washy doesn't evolve. The first couple fights, you're just fighting Wishy Washy's solo. Yeah, and Wishy Washy solo has just <laughs> terrible stats. Like, just it's sort of abysmal. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is not a challenge. Um, like the when you fight the school form that's that's a challenge but if you bring i think it's below 50 percent hp it just becomes a wishy-washy <laughs> something um, like that I, I think so amazing uh yeah so i mean that that that's maybe one thing we could i guess the balancing part of it but um once again yeah. no i'm overall positive on the trials mm-hmm. i think they just needed to you know jazz them up a little bit because they don't need to be full-on gyms but one thing i do like about gym leaders and gyms over uh these is that gym leaders have varied uh rosters Mm -hmm. they'll have more than one pokemon they'll usually share a typing but um it's not as 
you know, you just bowl them over if you have a type advantage. And I you'll think run uh, into the, you'll run into stuff like the flying gym leader will have an Altaria for some reason. I mean, it's still flying. <laughs> it's far more dragon, <laughs> let's be honest. <laughs> it's a bird, Matt. <laughs> I would call the dragon typing incidental. Tell that to the dragon dance and the outrage. <laughs> Tell that to Gyarados on both counts. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, amazing. Amazing. Um, yeah. Okay. So I, I think, uh, I think one thing I do want to mention here kind of before you go into the story specifically is, um, the one thing that I also really liked about this is you kind of could focus on one Island at a time when it comes to like exploring slash like seeing where you're going. Cause like the one thing that kind of like, and, and this is maybe, um, sword, sword and shield is egregious about this, but there's a couple other ones where, you look at the map and it's very linear and you kind of know where you're going. If you just looked at the map by accident. (laughs) Uh, And I found the one thing that I liked about these islands is kind of, you weren't quite sure which Island you're going to next. Um, And you could kind of look at every Island uh, and focus in on like the different parts of it. And, and like, I feel sometimes this is a nice addition. Like, I don't know if they'd ever do this, but like, imagine like if they grayed out some of the map, uh, so I didn't see which <laughs> Pokemon with Fog of War. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, but it, it, it is no, nice. I, I don't not mean, knowing, it's, you know? it's not a bad idea. Yeah, um, I'd, I'd be a little worried about it being like a little bit like I'm, I'm going to just say the word. I'm going to say Ubisoft towers, but like <laughs> I, I think they could do it in such a way that it wouldn't be like awful. It's not a gripe. It's 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 just one thing that I thought that I think this particular game does very well. Um, I think the you know um, the the what was it Tapu the um, what are they called? Yeah, the Tapu. Called? Yeah. Uh, I I like I like their implementation. Um, it kind of kind of reminds me a little bit of the. Um, they are dogs. they have big heart tr- heart trio energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. <laughs> Uh, I, Sorry, I do Lake like trio, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do like that though. Um, I think there's a couple of things that that was really nice from like the okay, there's the main game going on, but there's these like other side things that you can kind of complete without like worrying too much about. I mean, main plot, which I think you know, and we're gonna get into this maybe right now. I think the story in this game is very heavily, heavily focused on um, more than others. I would say, uh, especially with their cutscenes. Uh, oh, but definitely. Matt, maybe you can take it away. <laughs> this is yeah. So the story for Sun and Moon is significantly more cinematic than previous entries. Mm-hmm. Uh, previous entries tend to be very, very static, um, as on account of you know they use text boxes, which incentivizes the use of uh, um, <sighs> tableaus mm-hmm. as a form of yes. storytelling. Basically, everyone. Forms a scene, pauses, text box, moves, pauses, text box. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this one like <laughs> has actual anime, like in-engine animated cutscenes. And that's like a cold open too, which is pretty wild. Yeah, uh, you. Ha- the story opens with uh, you're you watch this uh, girl in like a sun hat with like a gym bag, like running through this. Uh, running through this area various people chasing after her and then this uh, cute cloud pokemon in her bag teleports her out um and uh as you're beginning your pokemon journey 
with your friend how the some of the the just most laid back quote quote <laughs> rival he's not your rival he just pretends that he's your rival at first um, <laughs> no i like how no i will fight to the death to oh no I'm, I'm just saying he's, he's not good. your rival he is no he's just a guy he's just a little guy and it's his birthday <laughs> <laughs> He, yeah, he's very overshadowed on his birthday. Honestly, let's let's. I kind of feel bad for him. But yeah, then then uh, yeah, both of you are gonna do like a trial thing, and then and then yeah, and this girl with you know, the you're, you're about to embark on the island trial, uh, which has you going around uh, doing the various different uh, Pokemon challenges and trials and whatnot. And then you have to fight island Kahunas as you're uh, like getting the blessing from the local Tapu. Uh, you find uh, the same girl with the sun hat and the bag. She's on a bridge uh, being attacked by uh, Spiro. Um, you uh, very Pokemon uh, you know indigo lead episode two, I think. yeah, you you try to go save her, uh, but this is before you have a Pokemon, so uh, Unfortunately, you can't safari rules this and throw rocks at them. You just kind of <laughs> also get into trouble with a flock of Spiro. At which point, uh, Tapu Koko uh, saves you, the uh, local island guardian. Each island has a Tapu on it. And uh, you're introduced to Lily and the little cloud Pokemon in her bag named Nebby. Um and uh essentially you start going off on your pokemon journey with uh how lily is introduced as the local pokemon professor kukui um honestly one of the coolest pokemon professors 100 percent. i 100 percent agree <laughs> i like him um he's another kill a kill character though <laughs> <laughs> Wait, does Studio Trigger actually work on this Pokemon game? <laughs> I'm, I'm not wrong. <laughs> like, you've got a character who is like the daughter of a crazed scientist who wants to like make deals with beings from other worlds. It's it's there. Like it's there. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like this is the game where like every other game has uh, a lot of like they have some tropes, but this game with like the actual animation cutscenes is laid out strictly anime style. Like, if you are a fan of anime... This it's also, ironically, game. where the anime started getting really, really good again. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I've watched it in recent times, yeah. but I've, I've, anyone who's, like, been kind of keeping up on it kind of said that, like... It's evolutions, right? Was it's it's been one? okay, mm-hmm. like, the whole time. But when it got back to Sun and Moon, it was, like, really, really good again. And I'm like, wow, that's that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I've always been tempted to check it out. Uh, I'm just not huge on Ash's design. Ash's design is a bit weird, but everything else is really charming. Yeah. Uh, That's just a consequence of the fact that he was designed for, like, three art styles ago. Yeah, that's fair. fair. (laughs) (laughs) He may not age, but his, uh, his style definitely does. Yeah. So you uh, go on your Pokemon journey. I'm going to try to condense things a little yeah, bit because yeah. I imagine Big we have a lot of points. <laughs> um, and you run into the Aether Foundation, which are basically Ooh, uh, this those. organization of people who just happen to have a giant floating island. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> and uh, you know, massive resources, and they want to uh, preserve Pokemon. You know, like yeah. what a wonderful group of uh, loving people. You know, it'd be the biggest Swiss and they here, make Matt. Special garments out of life. I, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> and I, you. Uh, I, sorry, what you were you saying, Robert? I was going to say quickly here, just. That would be the ultimate twist in Pokemon is to set up the most obvious like evil organization and then just not have an evil organization. <laughs> <laughs> it would be really funny. I'm kind I of waiting on them to do that. It feels like the only thing they haven't done where they have like the transparent bad guys and then like, oh no, they were the good guys all along. Well, you're you're doing it in like an actual clever way, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, maybe it's like you know the people who are in charge are actually the bad ones or whatever. I would genuinely argue it's more clever to just not have an antagonist. <laughs> That's what I'm really saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you also run into uh, Team Skull, uh, who are a team of well, not even really a team. They're just a gang of delinquents who go around and cause troubles and trouble and you know wave their arms around. Just okay, these so much. Okay, actually, I've changed my mind. Sun and Moon is the game with the obvious antagonists. It is, it is antagonists. Yeah. but it's not done that cleverly. <laughs> no, um, they're okay. And while you're at Aether Foundation, you also meet the Aether Foundation president, uh, Lusamine, who is a well-rounded individual with no obvious character flaws. I'm I'm brain poisoned by Gotcha, and I thought her name was Luminae's like like the Genshin <laughs> character. I was like, yeah, you know. Her. I was like, wait a minute. She's 100% not the mother of, right? Don't they? Right. You know, do they try to keep just, that a secret? She's just like notably blonde. I, they don't say it till way later, but it's like very obvious. They, they never confirm it, but it's it's like alarmingly clear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah in, a, in a game where people tend to have like different hairstyles or colors, they're both blonde, both like the same shade of blonde. And you're like, yep, yeah, okay. Uh, <laughs> I feel like we could probably. I, I'll, yeah, I don't want to keep interrupting, but I feel like we could. Eddard Stark Panette Square and be like, yeah, okay. <laughs> 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 um, I feel like we can definitely talk a little bit about like. There's like also like a weird preoccupation with like Dante Blonde. You know what I mean? That trope uh, that I feel kind of prevails in here as well. So, uh, for for the main character and and his like the character you're playing as. I don't know. That might be a thing you could talk about. Anyway, Matt, you can continue on. <laughs> um, also, while you're dealing with Team Skull, there's three characters of note you meet there. Uh, you meet uh, the more this kind of loner character of Team Skull named Gla- Gladion, who exclusively uses a Pokemon called Type Null, which is a really weird Pokemon that looks like it's wearing a big helmet for some reason. Um, I'm sure that's not at all. It's shy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You also meet uh, the admin, Plumeria, and uh, shoot, what was the... the, Guzma. Guzma. Guzma, I remember uh, it's like Yzma, but cooler. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, The leader of Team Skull is Guzma, who is just the shadiest guy character design ever made um well okay you know what the thing is i like, like him. He, he looks oh, like yeah, someone <laughs> he's so like he's so out there with his outfit that he no longer looks threatening i don't know if that makes sense no no it does yeah that's that's valid yeah 
Although his like manga, sorry, I'm just like looking over and now his manga drawing makes him actually look shady. But in the game, he kind of feels, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's, it's the only thing that is concerning about him is the dark circles around his eyes. But if his face yeah, was different, sleep more. like his outfit would be so different. I feel like I feel like his outfit <laughs> screams someone that wants to be cool. You know what I mean? But yeah. then his like murderous glare is the only thing that makes him actually look evil. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty also accurate. The fact that he's like thirty seven and leading a gang of teenagers, but that's that might <laughs> know, be just the way wearing, he looks. Like, I think that's just the eye bags, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he might still be a teenager. <laughs> um. Anyway, while you're at while you're at Aether, um, at their Aether Paradise, uh, a Pokemon from another dimension. Uh, shows up and fights Don't you in a little it. mini boss fight and then leaves. And uh, Aether's just like, wow, that's weird. Anyway, off you go, kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, and as you continue on your journey going around doing the island challenge, uh, you eventually have to go and deal with uh, Team Skull. I should, I should, I should point out um, the, the specific Pokemon you fight is Nihilego there, right? Uh, the jellyfish one, yeah. I believe, yeah. You'll, you'll notice it looks a lot like Lily, which is, hmm. <laughs> so. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Wait, do they, okay, once we get to the end of the story, do they actually explain that part of it, or is that just it? heavily implied? Okay, okay. Um, I can, I can, I can detail it really quickly when it gets there. When we find out yeah. the whole parentage thing. Yeah, so... Skipping ahead, we have to go deal with Team Skull in Poe Town. Uh, a local, like, the single local police officer who is not Jenny. Uh, uh, although I, I don't think feel... we've had Officer Jenny for a yeah, long time. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't feel like we've had a lot of police officers in a long time. <laughs> <laughs> no, just that one cop in Unovo who arrests the child, not the thieves. <laughs> Or the detective that just keeps you know showing up, but is doesn't seem like he's very responsible. <laughs> yeah, but he's Inspector Clouseau, so we can, yeah. can give him a pass. Ah, I see, I see. Um, and you fight your way through Poe Town, which is just an entire town that Team Skull has basically taken over. It, it, it kind of reminds me of like a bit of like a ru- really run-down resort town. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've face guzma on his quote-unquote throne and you defeat him and then it turns out in a shocking twist aether foundation are evil (gasps) oh (laughs) and then john Um, was the zombie yeah yeah it turns out that they've been uh that they're the ones who have basically been funding team skull this whole time um as a front and lily's been kidnapped along with uh nebby uh, Nebby's Pokemon type is a Cosmog, by the way. Um, you go to Aether Paradise, you fight your way through, um, and it eventually turns out that Lusamine is um, both Gladion and Lily's mother, their siblings. Um, at this point, Gladion is working with you because he hates his mom. Um, <laughs> Completely valid reason. Okay, I, oh, I yeah. have to take a double take. Okay. I, okay, hold on. I, I need to briefly defend Gladion's honor here. He's not fighting you because he hates his mom. He's fighting with us because his mom is evil. Just to yes. be clear. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Turns out Lusamine is isn't just teenage rebellion. This is like. Yeah, no, Lusamine, as it turns out, is just absolutely insane. 
Um, I want to I want to quickly say is that the the one thing is, uh, so he's he's part of teams Team Skull, right? Uh, is that he's, he's is that yeah. like a trial member of Team Skull? Okay, okay, like yeah. he's there, but, but he's like mm-hmm. not super super tied to their stuff. I I just wanted yeah. to do a double take because when you said Gladion, like not seeing the spelling in front of me, it just sounds like a Pokemon. <laughs> it really does. Like, with an I E-A, mean, considering you know? the mom. Yeah. Okay. Continue yeah, on. Fair. Let's get to it. <laughs> it reminds uh, you me f- of um, that one boss from Smash Brothers Brawl. You, 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 remember the name I, of the robot. Out of mind. Yeah, look it up while we do that. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, <laughs> yeah, you fight your way through uh, Aether Foundation to the presence office. Uh, Gladion takes care of uh, Gladion, and you take care of the remaining Team Skull members, including Guzma, who uh, tries to defend his boss. Um, and you confront Lusamine and and find Lily, and uh, Lusamine is going to sacrifice Nebi to bring to uh open the ultra wormhole uh to another dimension to get that ultra that extra dimensional pokemon back um is that the only reason (laughs) yeah pretty much yeah she's just super obsessed with aliens god yeah pretty much continue on (laughs) um gladion and lily try to stop her but she ignores her children opens the wormhole and that caused Ultra Beasts to, like, Ultra Beasts being the extra-dimensional Pokemon, to spread all over the region. And um, then she fights the party. When she's defeated, uh, Guzma and Lusamine uh, retreat through the Ultra Wormhole into Ultra Space. Ooh. Um, <laughs> and uh, Nebi, unfortunately, has transformed into... A little rock, which um, canonically weighs like a thousand pounds, but Lily just tosses that in the back. Yeah, like, Lily <laughs> is jacked. I don't understand. <laughs> uh, you go to the last island and uh, perform a ritual with Nebby's uh, new form, which causes them to evolve, depending on your version, into either... Uh, Oh, shoot. What's the name of the Pokemon? Solgaleo uh, or, or Lunala. Uh, Lunala. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, giant metal sun lion or giant bat moon bird. <laughs> um, surprisingly, Lunala is not flying type, despite being <laughs> being like 70% wings. To be fair, that's because Psychic Ghost is a baller typing. No, oh, Lunala yeah. is like uh, a vampire. Ooh. And also, I'm just going to call out anybody who did not immediately nickname their Pokemon Nebby. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> no notes. <laughs> You're completely valid. You you have to, you you gotta nickname that thing Nebby as soon as you get it, um, yeah. And it turns out, uh, fully evolved now, Nebby can just open the Ultra Wormhole. So you either ride your lion or your bat through the Ultra Wormhole into Ultra Space to confront uh, Guzma and Lusamine. Guzma basically has just kind of given up and like. He's like, yeah, I, I don't even know why I came here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really good. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm in space or something. This is weird. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> um, 
and then you confront Lusamine, who has like merged with the jellyfish uh, creature, and uh, you fight her and uh, defeat her, unmerging her from the jellyfish thing, uh, and then you take her back from Ultra Space. And uh, that wraps up the Aether Foundation storyline, at which point you go and conclude your island challenge. Uh, You fight Gladion uh, before going on to challenge the the Elite Four, because Gladion is your actual rival. Uh, (laughs) And uh, you proceed to go fight the Elite Four, which haven't actually been established. Kukui is just kind of like trying to establish a league challenge in the islands that's his whole uh plan through all this and uh basically this is like the four people he just managed to put together (laughs) you can tell it's an organization that they're just put together you know what i mean like that first year is always rough you know (laughs) you're just like who's who's here this is like okay just a side note right i i uh created an esports club at a university and like you know three four years down the line you know we have funding and like a whole bunch of members like hundreds of members and stuff the first year it's like hey do you play a video game and would you like to be on a team okay we now have this team presenting you the best players that are all like you know just started playing this game they are now our official university (laughs) representatives um that's kind of what it feels like a little bit yeah so in this one you fight uh, Hala, who is the Kahuna of the first island. Um, Olivia. Uh, I can't remember what her story is. Uh, Acerola, who is a... Oh, sorry, Olivia uses rock. Acerola uses ghost. She's and also then, the best. Just straight up. Oh, yeah, Very definitely. Gremlin child. <laughs> and then there is uh, Kahili, who is a golfer. Uh, okay. It's time. When am I going to trigger? I know he was going to trigger the uh, the event, the uh, the event that's going to happen. No. Event. <laughs> Where's the, the flag? The random encounter that is yeah, the, the Pokemon League. Of- <laughs> um, I quickly want to mention just just on the um, the uh, what is the Aether Foundation storyline. What I think this game does very well is it keeps the the like ultra dimension stuff self contained. So instead of like broadly like just throwing all these like random Pokemon into the world, right? It's you that kind of go into it. I think that generally is better than like, oh no, the world's gonna end because that becomes like a trope yeah. in itself in the Pokemon. I, I so I do. Right I, there, there's like the, a brief moment game, of that before you. The post game uh, does kind of involve Ultra Beast going like rampant and like I think Looker yeah, helps yeah. yet again and he's yeah, like, we gotta, we gotta get you. these aliens under control. We'll yeah, get to you, there. You catch Durant. just so many. <laughs> so many ultra beasts yeah that are like really like powerful and you have like six of them it's really silly <laughs> so quick, okay, well, quick we'll talk about, about that ultra first beasts. but i, uh, I guess the main about, game. Yeah. you did ask about the the similarity thing mm-hmm. um it's if not directly stated then heavily implied that the reason lily is dressed the way she is is because of her mother being obsessed with seeing nihiligo again nihiligo wow. i don't know it's nihilist and yeah. so nihiligo is that's how i'm gonna come down on that but uh, yeah, that's the one. That's the one she saw first, and basically she was so like, like to borrow a line from Halo Two, blinded by its majesty. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, I gotta dress my child up like that, and then I gotta devote the rest of my life to seeing them once again, and like weirdly divorce my husband who now plays with beans." <laughs> yeah, that's, okay. that's a whole thing. We'll get there. <laughs> 
Uh, like there's there's a couple of interesting parallels between some of the characters and the Ultra Beasts. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Lucimine herself looks very similar to Faramosa. Yeah. Okay. And there's like a bit Guzma, of Guzma has like a weird passing resemblance to uh, Zerkatry, but like yeah. I don't think it was ever meant to be anything. Yeah. No, I agree. Um, but and, and I I just got to mention I do I really love the name Buzzswole. <laughs> Buzz yeah, it's pretty great. It, it is. It is objectively pretty good. Um. Oh yeah. But time? yeah, so you were going to go off about the uh, League? Alright, it's time. Okay, so as the game goes, you meet a bunch of trial captains. You know, it's it's a thing. They're, they're effectively gym leaders. I think there's one per type, which means there's yeah. a lot per, or like a lot more than the normal um, like group of people. Yeah. Um, while you are on, I think the second island, you meet up with someone named Hapu. She has like a horse. Uh, it's her whole, like, thing. She has some ground Pokemon. Right, right. It is a plot point that there is no ground-type trial captain. They just don't exist yet, because Pony Island is the last island you go to. Yeah. And it's, like, not abandoned, but there's there's less going on. Um, So she is, like, the trial captain, but she's, like, new to it. And there's only one other trial captain on there. So, so that's you. You meet her. It's it's like a character growth thing. She's like a soft rival. She kind of does like the Wally thing, where like she, you know, she kind of travels with you for a bit, like finds her confidence, becomes a trial captain. Um, right. When it is time for the Pokemon League of Alola, they there's four islands, so logically it follows that there is one person from each from each island. There is someone going by very loudly. I'm sorry if you guys can hear that. <laughs> Someone is blasting their music out of their car. Um, there's a <laughs> going through your window. <laughs> each of the main islands, like the the first one is Howe's grandfather, which which makes sense. He's he's the captain for the island. The other one's Olivia, which you know again she's she's the captain of the island. Like there's trial captains, then there's like the leader for that island. Yeah, Kahuna's. Yeah, Kahuna's. And then for the for the third one, it's um it's Acerola, which is like. She's not the actual Kahuna, but the the actual Kahuna who is just Soldier Seventy Six, um, <laughs> the police officer, briefly he passes it up because he's like an old dude, and he's like, "Nah, I'm not really, I'm not really down for this." So he, she takes his he's, place. Sir, he's that guy where like you know, you know, someone's like really trying to start something new, and then you're like kind of disappointed. But then if you look <laughs> at it from his perspective, he's like, "Yeah, you guys are roping me into a lot of work that I'm really too right, lazy right. to be he's bothered." He's like, I, I, "I have a day job, you guys." Like, I know. So, so <laughs> she does it. She does it in his place. Like that's fine. It's 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 cool. And then for the last island, instead of this character who you've like been chilling with most of the game and has had these big character moments you fight Ivanka Trump that's just who <laughs> it is she's the daughter oh of the God, hotel owner great. for like the entire island literally I had never seen her in my life <laughs> there is if I go back far enough Would I'm sure to... there's like conversation logs from when I got to her and asked what the hell was going on in my friend group because <laughs> I got in the door fully expecting to see Hafu and I was just like who's this <laughs> who is that, 
Yeah, no, it's it's a it's when it's when like someone in the creators was like, ooh, if someone went into this hotel and this random room coincidentally, perhaps they would have seen her. You know, like that's that's probably what they were going for. Instead, everyone's ridiculous. like, this is too bad. Yep, like she. It is like the biggest like. I, I don't know if it's social commentary because like her father's rich. So she got the position. Like, I genuinely don't know what they were thinking. Um, and after you beat the elite four, uh, because there is no champion, you're technically the first champion. Uh, Kukui fights you because he's the one assembling all this. I did like that. And as an added twist, he's the one who has the starter that's strong against you because, uh, how just takes the weak one um, because Gladion's rival here to five. <laughs> <laughs> he wants his donuts and he wants to be your friend. Honestly, <laughs> stop attacking him. <laughs> there's a lot of characters in the game sometimes that I'm like, oh, what annoying guy or annoying rival. And this is the one where I'm like, I kind of wish he just like chilled with us the whole game, you know, right. like just just it, stayed it by your side. I was I was looking up because I was trying to remember if you could actually see. Uh, Kahili instead of like before things and under trivia <laughs> proving my point for me yeah Kahili is the only member of the Alola Elite Four who does not make a mandatory in-game appearance at any time prior to her you'd have appearance. to find her <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I don't even know where you would find her obviously somewhere in the hotel you're saying but like I've looked through it I've never found her before the Elite Four yeah, watch her be like at some like random like you'd have to have gone into the sea, like gone through a cave, you know, like like some oh, almost yeah, like a so hidden ridiculous. Pokemon, but it's just her standing there, just like, like they usually, I will they be usually the like foreshadow that stuff. Like the Elite Four, they usually either foreshadow a little bit, or they're all like new people, not like this like weird. <laughs> I'm I, I'm still angry about it. It's been like five years. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kukui himself actually has a pretty decent lineup of Pokemon. Um, he has a Lycanroc, a Alolan Ninetales. We'll get into Alolan Pokemon in our Pokemon section next. Uh, Braviary, a Magnezone, a Snorlax, and as stated, the strong against you starter who also has the held item required for their Z move. Um, so. You know, not the he's not Cynthia, but he's pretty decent as a uh, final challenge, I'd say. Um, and yeah, I, th- yeah, I, th- I think it would kind of ruin the vibe he was going for if he just stomped you into the dirt. He's just like, "Congratulations on beating my league <laughs> challenge." Die. <laughs> it was pretty cool. So, like, it's 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 a nice throwback. Um, I, I've said this for a couple generations running now, but. Sun and Moon, it's not a soft reboot, uh, but they were definitely trying to do like some new things. They were actually yeah. trying to do some new things. Yeah, they like, were, it they actually a bunch felt of new things. Mm-hmm. It, it looked like they were maybe trying to like differentiate what the what the order was going to be as far as like gyms and stuff like that going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, I suspect if it was a little more well received, I liked it, but I understand why people didn't. Um, yeah, I did. I feel yeah. like they might have <laughs> done more of that going forward. And then maybe they just decided to do things like um, Pokemon Legends Arceus instead. Um, I think they, I think you're totally right. I think like with Legends, I think they're trying to branch out, right? Yeah. To be like, this is we're gonna keep our you know tried and true, you know cookie cutter formula, but we're gonna give you this other. I, I think type that of is game. the smart way to do it um, because like 
we can we can talk about it a little more in the Sword and Shield episode redo whatever. Uh, it's it's very weird that Pokemon fans want like both <laughs> staggering levels of innovation. I don't understand it. Like it's one thing if you've only played say Sun and Moon and then like you play Sword and Shield, and that's a bad example because Sun and Moon is like the radically different one. Yeah. Um, but like say you've only played two generations, like you're maybe like I don't know thirteen, and you're like this is really samey. That's that's fine as far as I'm concerned. But I'm talking about like the thirty year olds who are like, why is Pokemon not changing to suit me? And I'm like, I don't know, man. Well, why here's the thing: paying that... attention to all of Pokemon not paying like, <laughs> like they don't change; it's their thing. And also that thirty year old, a hundred percent. If you told them what would you like change, they wouldn't know. <laughs> yeah, there's that too. That that also doesn't help. Um, I was getting to some point. Oh yeah. In, in the original, um, like in the original red and green, um, professor Oak was cut content. He was supposed to be a battle at some point. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Um, his battle, like his data is still in the game. He was supposed to have the starter you didn't pick. Um, I think you can fight him via, it's either a glitch or just straight up like game shark stuff, but his data is in the game. Like there are fights for him. Hmm. Um, it's strongly implied that Gary kind of took his spot um, because his actual team like data is very close to what Gary's ends up being for the champion fight um, I think I think that's better to be honest oh no I, I think it is better that Gary kind of beats you to the punch yeah um, but it, it is it's sort of suggested via um, like the actual team data and speculation on my part and probably most other people, because I don't think they've ever confirmed it. Um, I think you were basically supposed to defeat the Elite Four, become the champion, and then Oak challenges you. Mm. Um, I think the Gary twist is better, but it is interesting that they kind of, I guess, nodded to that in this. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. If Oak beats you after you beat the Elite Four, you're like, why'd you send me on this journey in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> What are we? Why are we here? Just seven-year-old pro- professor is just like, and now you get to learn the most is important the, lesson, which is that I own you. No, it's the adults <laughs> will put kids in their place or know your place. Um. So I think we should probably move on to uh, the Pokemon of this generation. They did something interesting, very, very quickly. Are we going to talk about Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon as their own episode? Because they don't deserve it. Oh, yes, we will. Oh, yes, oh, we will. Oh, man. No, I, can I, sum up, I can sum up Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon's story right now, and it says, oh, yeah, it's the same. It's not, but it, it might as well be for so long. Well, no, no, no. I, it won't be a separate episode because okay, I, it's considered under the, like, we did Ruby, uh, Sapphire, and... Um, Wow, I can't believe I keep Emerald. 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 Yep. Yeah, we That's did fair. all that in one. So we, yes. Uh, th- this is. I mean, we, we let's say that. Let's let's finish yeah, the story we, and then. No, we can yeah. talk I, was, I was just curious. I yeah. didn't know if we wanted to talk about the story there. I was just gonna not talk about it, honestly. <laughs> um, Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon have the distinction of being the only mainline series games. I just never finished. I didn't even buy them. Um, I bought them because I was excited, and then the first like four hours were identical, and like. That's been similar with other games, but usually it starts to branch a little bit, but like it was like no. the same. No, no, no. It I, was, I was like, wow, it was, no, I can't do this. It, it, you know what it was? Okay, we're going to talk about it now. So we might as well talk about it now. Um, 
it was like if you didn't buy the game the the year or two before you could buy ultra Yeah, it was a great game for you then then but otherwise there was no reason to buy it yeah like yeah. they take, unlike they the other a lot of the trials and stuff like that and like that's mm. cool and like you've got some kind of people who are like ultra beast adjacent okay um and then you, it, it deals a lot with necrozma which is like one of the ultra beasts it's like this like evil one that fights i, I don't know i'm gonna call it the, the ultra beast it's not really um ultra so necrozma is wild because there's like it's got forms it does like the merge thing with um Sogaleo and Lunala, but then it also has like Ultra Necrozma, mm-hmm. um, which is literally just Final Fantasy 14 Bahamut, like straight <laughs> up. Yeah, it pretty much is. It is wild how much it's just Bahamut. I'm like, wow, can I just have that as a mod for like Final Fantasy? <laughs> it's really cool, but like it's also just Bahamut. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't want to like. I don't want to dunk on Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon by saying the story's bad. No, no, it, it, it's literally um, it's it's just the fact that like we were so used to like these remake games that kind of gave you a lot more, and this was like yeah. no, it's just if you missed out on the first iteration, feel it, free to it is weird because like I'm looking at it and like it, it looks like the last like forty percent of the game is like a kind of sequel. Oh, is it really? But the the problem is getting through that like sixty percent, where it's like, come on, <laughs> like you got to make changes earlier. You're not going to keep people. That that actually has me interested, but like I just started replaying the original one, so that doesn't sure. really make me. I, I feel like, like someday I'll I'll come back to it when I'm like really really looking to replay Sun and Moon, and I'll just I'll replay Ultra Sun instead. Yeah, yeah, I think I might do something similar. Okay, I think that's a fair uh, but, assessment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. On to Pokemon. Uh, so this generation did something interesting. And before we talk about the new Pokemon, let's talk about the new old Pokemon in that it introduced Alola forms. I mm. super dig it. Uh, which are regional f- versions of uh, Kanto Pokemon, but in <laughs> uh, Alola. They are so, an absolute nightmare for my completionist brain. Yes. Yeah. Um, especially because, like, there's going to be forms that, like, you just can't get. We can get now. In every game. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, okay. But, like, yes. they're, they're cool in concept. I like them. Yeah, so uh, before anyone gets too excited, they don't change up any of the stats, but... Uh, so some of these Pokemon unfortunately suffer don't from they? Generation One stats. Uh, no, for the most part, I'm pretty sure they don't. Well, like they're different types, but they're yeah, not. different the types. Typing, the typing's different. Yeah, typings the, change, the abilities change, too. but stats that's cool. don't. Okay, that's cool. Um, so you get stuff like uh, Dark Rattata, who has a mustache. Um, you get I, I really Ice Fairy Nine Tails, which is just amazing. It looks so cool. Good stuff. Um, I th- I surfer trio, dog trio. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Um. Okay. The yeah. um the Pokemon the, the... Sun players uh, had okay. a little cottage industry of selling Vulpixes because you could only <laughs> catch them in Sun. <laughs> so I'm still mad about it to this day. Um, because they were doing a really good job of keeping things relatively even as far as the um the alone forms went yeah um 
and they did not give us a Lolan Growlithe, and I'm still mad about it. Yeah, I think that would have made things a bit uh, more even. Unfortunately, a Lolan Sand Slash cannot compete with a Lolan uh, Nine Tails. Yeah. Yeah. A Lolan Sand sure is adorable, though. It has a little hood. I love it. <laughs> uh, so, what do you guys think is your favorite of the Lolan forms? Ooh, Marowak, I like this. Yeah? Which yeah. one? Straight up Marowak. Marowak? It's I kind really of cool. tip my hand. I say Nine Tails myself. <sighs> Marowak is really cool. I, I agree. Um, I. Okay, I, I want because I, I don't think I got a chance. Uh, the meowth feels more sassy in this form, so that's oh, why I definitely. like the meowth. Yeah, it's not my number one. Uh, my number one, I think I think I have to agree with uh, Matt here. I'm gonna go with uh, the the nine tailed fox. Um, I like yeah. a little meowth. A little in Persian is really funny because it's just chubby. It looks Persian. ridiculous. It's got big Garfield <laughs> energy. It, it yeah. just yeah. This is like Maybe we need to put this thing on a diet. Uh, no, no, they're like this is the more natural progression. That was the joke they made. <laughs> you can't. I, I appreciate. I appreciate how Alolan Golem has like a rail cannon on its back. Yeah, and or a taser. Cool. I'm not sure which. I choose to believe it's the former though, because I feel like there was Pokedex flavor text that implies they like fling geodudes out of it. Yeah, them. I'm pretty sure it's a rail gun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now onto the Alolan Pokemon. This isn't a very large increase in the Pokemon. And I like, I like this. I like I that there's like only what they Pokemon. added. Yeah. Um, so what is your favorite starter, guys? Ooh. Favorite starter or favorite starter line? Uh, either or if answers. they differ. Poplio? And then the rest of its evolutions are bad. So if I'm picking an entire evolution line, it's probably Rowlet. Oh. Yeah, I go Rowlet to CGY. Wow. Uh, I think I chose Rowlet when I play the games, but I, I have to say I do like Lin into Incineroar. Um, the, the, you know, to be fair, I think I'm colored a little bit by the um, Super Smash Brothers, like Luchador yeah, that, move. That's completely fair. Um, I, I but, think, yeah. I think to be fair, Litten to its Incineroar has the highest, the most consistent quality of evolutions. Like, I like Litten, I like Toracat, I like Incineroar. Uh, meanwhile, I love Rowlet. Don't really care for Dartrix, and Decidueye is awesome. Yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at there. But I, I tend to forgive the middle form. Um, there's not many I actually like truly like. So this yeah, just looks fair. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Decidueye is really cool though because it's like a grass ghost Robin Hood, yeah. um, owl that like shoots bows with its uh, shoots uh, feathers with its like wings. It's really I feel cool. Like it has some kind of like deep lore thing too, which is neat. As far as like, let me look. It's got like a yeah it's it's based off of the amakua which is like an ancestral hawaiian spirit oh neat yeah it definitely has like robin hood energy as well but it is it is kind of based on um i'm gonna gonna butcher this but apparently it's like most designed after the pueo owl Mm -hmm. which Mm. is like endemic to hawaii so and that's commonly associated with those spirits which is which is neat i think (laughs) I keep I keep subdividing here, but I think it's useful for Sun and Moon in particular. Cutting out the legendaries and the Ultra Beasts, 
Uh, what is your guys' favorite Pokemon? Oh, you're making it hard now. Hold on. <laughs> no, I like it. I like. It. I like Matt. I love how he's taking this segment. It no, is, no, it, it, it is. It is fair. I'm just. I'm just conflicted. You're allowed um, to say like runner-ups, but uh, what's your favorite? If I had to pick exactly one and no others, it's Mimikyu, just straight up. Mimikyu. It's very good. Um, oh yeah, Togedemaru no, is more my brand because it's a hedgehog, but. You know, <laughs> there's, there's a lot of good ones. Um, Runner-ups are like Stuffle. Um, I'm really, really, really fond of um, what the what is the name? Um, it's the water type spider. Oh, Dupider. Araquan is also good, but Dupider, I just it's really cute. Yeah, so I'm fond of it. Um, my favorite is probably Galissapod. Yeah, that's pretty fair. Galissapod is also very good. Which is, sorry, I'm just um, it also has a really these. nice uh, design. I like a Pokemon that has like extra yeah. mechanics to how it fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galissapod, for those who don't know, has very low speed and if brought below half health will uh, retreat automatically. Uh, but it gets a incredible amount of priority moves. I love how it's sorry. It's it's like literally like Mecha Bug, you know? Oh, that's yeah, why yeah. so cool. It's like a pill bug, but like jacked. <laughs> <laughs> um, runner up would probably be runners up would probably be Salazzle. Um, Salazzle is a really cool Pokemon because in, an incredible amount of people were disappointed with their Salandits at launch. It yep. was very funny to watch the discourse as people discovered that you can't evolve male Salandits. Yeah. Um, it's only the females, and like the distribution is something like it's pretty eighty percent male. Yeah, it's it's one of the 87-12.5 splits. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. So, like, getting a female Salandit is very very hard. So, a lot of people had male Salandits, and nope, can't evolve those. <laughs> Miniature is also really cool. It's like a little meteor, and it's got different, like, colors. Oh, yeah, the little rock like candy it's, it's guys. Core, yeah. Its core is different. Yeah, it's based on a, a thing. Um, I I was going to say, um, I like the uh, Tyranitar. That was my favorite from this group. It's a, hmm. it's a nice switch. It's a nice turtle dragon with spikes. <laughs> That's fire. There you go. I'm, I'm also a big fan of Vikavolt. Um, yeah, Vikavolt's also just a solid design. You general. know, it's it's taking the whole Caterpillar uh, cocoon uh, f- uh, final bug evolution thing, and it's just like a railgun uh, uh, beetle. Yeah, it's, it's super cool. I like it. Uh, it's actually quite interesting as well because the stats on the evolutionary line change. So Chargebug has is much more physical uh, minded, while uh, Vikavolt is far more special attack. Mm. Uh, like Chargebug has like fifty five base special attack. Um, Vikavolt has a hundred and forty five. It's it's very funny and very good. I, I would like to say that. Um... Sword and, or sorry, Sun and Moon gave me in particular rights 
uh, my crusade to have quirky ghost type Pokemon because we got three of them this expansion. <laughs> this, um, thing. Mimikyu is like the king of quirky ghost Pokemon. Uh, we also got Palisand, which is just cool. It's like a ground ghost. It's a sandcastle, but it's like a possessed sandcastle. Yeah. Neat. And then we also got Delmise, which is it's a little less cool, but it's got the spirit. It's a it's yeah. a grass fire or a grass ghost. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's basically it's like uh, seaweed covering an anchor. Yeah, it's it's super neat. Uh, so they sorry, really which was your uh, favorite Pokemon, uh, Robert? Yeah, uh, it was Tur- Turin, uh, Tur- Turinator. Yeah, Turinator. Oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah. Yeah. Should have been a um, Torkoal evolution, but still yeah. cool. Still cool on its own, but. Okay. Uh, we can nice. we can maybe move on to the uh, the legendaries, Matt. Yeah, Le- the legendaries and the ultra beasts. Can I go first? Be honest. Yeah, ultra beasts suck. Agree. I'm actually 100 <laughs> percent with you here. They are the worst. It's there's, you know what there's it is? a couple I really like that I think should have just been like legendaries on their own. Mm-hmm. Like I like the design of Celestila a lot. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, there's a few like good ones. Like Guzzlord is also cool. Um, they, they feel the like I can really, they just feel the, kind of tacked on compared the to bag, the buzzswole is a meme. <laughs> they yeah, have, they had this extra bag of like you know ideas we're never gonna use in the actual game that someone came up with, yeah, and then they looked up. into it and they're like, okay, we'll just throw those all together and then make them really tall. You know, that's, it's, that's it's really of... funny. My favorite, my favorite one is like ironically my favorite one because there's it's got an evolution which is neat. It's um, which one? I hold on, Naganadel. It's like a like a dragon thing going on, but it's it's pre-evolution is oh Twinkle. that's that's one of the ultra yeah it's, it's one of the ones yeah. from Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, but it, it's pre-evolution is Poipole, which is just some, like a New Yorker saying Pur- purple. purple. <laughs> <laughs> it's Poipole, you. It's Poipole. Hey, I'm Poipole here. My girlfriend's gonna kill me if she uses this. <laughs> Oh hey Stacy, <laughs> amazing! But yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't think they did a lot of cool stuff with the Ultra Beasts. They, like some of them are neat, but like on the whole, it's just kind of. How about the yeah. legendaries? What's your favorite? Yeah, I, I mean, I will. Like I will excuse Necrozma, like regular Necrozma, um, because yeah, Necrozma's not... fine. Yeah, yeah, one one or two are still like good. Uh, I like the actual legendaries a lot. Uh, the version legendaries are good. Mark Shadow is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I, quir- I looked at them and was like, oh, yes, the other, qu- the quirky ghost. Yeah, see, Matt knows my brand. It's, it's fine. <laughs> we got this. It's, it's good. Um, Majorna, I don't have any, like, strong feelings toward in either direction, but, like, it's okay. It's neat. Yeah, it's kind of like this boutique ain't, yeah. uh, Pokemon ball. Zero, or I also, I don't really have any strong opinions toward. Are we counting Meltan as Gen 7? Uh, I feel like technically it is. Was that the water fire the one? one? Go one. Oh, that thing. The, like the like. The I mean, map. I guess yeah. Yeah, it, it's technically sort of. I'm not huge on that one. It's really more of a Pokemon Go legendary than anything I, else. But I guess it was technically yeah. Gen Seven. I like to say that I like so for for the legendaries. I really love the tapus. All of them are designed. Yeah, the tapus are also really good. I'm, I'm um, fond of them. Like even Tapu Coco, I feel is super solid. Like I love this idea of like these like quick guy but has this like little like kakuna shield type thing yeah you know? i think yeah. my favorite one is tapu finny 
It's just got uh, like a cool. Now, I like ooh, the blue yeah. one. Now, Solgaleo or Lanala? Solgaleo. Yeah, easy. Yeah. Easy. <laughs> and they're both cool. I, I think actually, like, this is one of my favorite, uh, like, dog style Pokemon. Um, so the fact that I, the fact that it, like, competes, like, with, you know, uh, what is it? Like, the. the Wait, M3. hold up, hold up, hold up. Did you say Ooh. dog style? Dog style. That's what I call them. It's a cat. It's a, it's a lion, dude. It has Leo in the name. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean. On all fours. <laughs> on all fours style Pokemon. You know that's, what I that's mean. Fair. That's fair. I was like, hold up. <laughs> um, Titan yeah, no. over here like, am I a joke to you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyway. Uh, totally. Like this. Th- I think just this Pokemon. Like, because sometimes like you'll get it's like hit or miss with these like the main actually they, they've had solid like the main two like i kind of call these like the main two like the the one that the, the game the is box legendaries yeah. the box legendaries so i i think it's super solid they're usually pretty yeah. good they they put they put a lot of work into designing the box legendaries and shows uh speaking of legendaries i guess we should also technically touch on Silvalli because um it's baby arceus literally too which is really cool i liked it um it's it's quite fun because it's 95 in all of its base stats yeah which is for those who don't know rcs has i think 100 in all of them yeah yeah so um, it, it also it also adapts um the plates i'm pretty sure yeah it has memories instead of plates yeah it's like an artificial uh arceus basically which is which is good shit yeah um now there is technically one other legendary that is in that was uh I don't know surgically inserted into this game. Um it's it's very much a transplant. Uh we got to touch on uh uh Zeromus? No. Zeromus. Why is Zeromus? That's that would be very out of place. That's got Final <laughs> Fantasy 4 on the brain. <laughs> I wonder why. Um, oh, could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's zero, zero aura, zero. Aura. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's it's really weird though. I don't know why it got like added in. Yeah, Pokemon Pokemon Cell Arc. Um, well, <laughs> I, I think it got added in because they were originally do, planning to do a Pokemon Z, and then that got not done. Wait, hold up. What are we? Hold on. Are we? talking about the same we're talking about the cat thing right uh i'm talking about uh from x and y there was the z pokemon and then he found his way into sun no zygarde was zygarde was zygarde yeah zygarde zygarde got his forms in this one did it really yeah it was the origin of the z moves i don't believe you. <laughs> I, I, I swear. <laughs> yeah, you like you had to go collect all the little. Okay, spells. that's wild. No, I don't remember that at all. Okay, yeah. yeah okay, no, it was better. really disconnected from the rest of the game. About, okay, I see what you're talking about. I for for whatever reason I remembered those as being part of um, Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire. Yeah, no, the, this was... Uh, That's Moon. wild. It's the origin of Z-Moves, too? Really? Yeah. yeah. That's why they're called Z-Moves. I thought they were just called that. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I love how we don't need explanations. We're at that point with Pokemon. Right. Games. I was yeah. like, yeah, man, that sounds cool. <laughs> uh, speaking of the Z moves, I think the Z moves are really the part where Pokemon, and we'll touch on this again in Sword and, Mo- Sword and Shield, sorry. Uh, with uh, Pokemon trying gimmicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, they still had Mega Evolutions in this game, uh, begrudgingly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and so I I think um Z moves are a cool addition. They were terribly signposted though. Like they're one of the least um like explained mechanics. Like if you actually yeah. know all the mechanics behind them, they're super cool. Because effectively um, for like all the normal rooms, like there's, there's all, there's a, I think there's a, um, there's like a type specific Z move for every single type in the game. I believe it inherits typing. Like it's physical or special depending on, yeah, it is. It's physical or special depending on what the actual move was. Right. Regardless of what it looks like. Like the fighting one is called all out pummeling. Um, and it looks like it would be a physical move. And most most fighting moves are physical, but say you used like Aura Sphere, it would still be special for that purpose. And then for the actual power of them, it effectively doubles-ish the base move power. And so you, until you get to like the higher stuff, and then it starts to it starts to scale down. Like if it's at like anywhere from zero to fifty-five, it says there's a chart on Bulbapedia, which is what I'm reading this off of, just so you don't think I'm getting this from memory. Um, it starts at 100 for anything at 55 or below, and then it goes like up in 20s, and then it starts to scale down as you get closer to base 100. So, like, that's fairly, um, yeah. My problem with Zeno is it basically doesn't really tell you. No, no, that's no, I agree, it doesn't tell you that at all, and that's a problem. Um, and then there's like Pokemon specific ones that have their own like locked power, which is wild because there's like usually a specific move, like is what triggers it. Like Pikachu's one is uh, Catastropica, which is really good. Um, it's one where you like just yeet it into the sky and it just like lands on you. Uh, it needs Volt Tackle to use that though, so there's like a bunch of different things. And those are those are neat. They're like a cool um, like signature stuff. Like each one of the starters <laughs> has their own based on their signature move. Yeah, I just uh, because it was so poorly signposted, I just never really used the mechanic during. Oh the no, game. Yeah, no, I, I don't. I don't disagree. Um, the really, the really, really fun one, and the reason I like Z moves in general is Eevee got one. Uh, <laughs> it's called Extreme Evo Boost, and it uses like it it jacks all your stats up by two stages which each stage is about 50 percent, i think 60 percent, something like that it, it super buffs, buffs the current pokemon though um and like eevee also has baton pass which changes it with a pokemon but keeps stat boosts in place so like a good number of the years while Sun and Moon were out were me trying to like devise extreme Evo Boost strategies. 
Or you can just super oh, buff your EV and then like drop all that on something that can just wrecking ball the rest of their team. Yeah, no, I, I yeah. my experience with Zima was I'm just like, oh man, this is cool. An ability you can only use once per battle. It's got to be super yeah, powerful. Much. And then it just didn't Isn't. defeat the <laughs> yeah, enemy. They're, they're really underwhelming a lot of the time, depending on like, if you know how to optimize them, they're really cool. Yeah. Um, I just don't think they did any anything near the amount of work to actually make that a transparent mechanic. Yeah, no, especially compared to Mega Evolution, because espe- yeah. you have, because for the really fancy ones, I believe you had to give the Pokemon a uh, a crystal, right? Yeah, they usually because they all, they all needed to have a crystal regardless, which is also why they were unpopular. Yeah, um, because like items are a real um, at a premium. Yeah, like you've got to match the power of a held item, and like Mega Evolution does that because it's incredibly powerful yeah z moves are just like you can use this move once and it's like one or two, two kind of do just because there are held items that effectively do the same thing like yeah um, emulga for example has a move called acrobatics which um it does like a lot of damage but it doubles its power if like the pokemon has no like hold item equipped right so if you had a flying gem on emulga um, what that would do was the first time you use a flying move, it consumes the gem to do like 50% more damage on that hit. So that applied before the check for an item. So like Acrobatic Zimolga could just trash something in like one hit. So like, I think they saw that and were like, what if that was a whole mechanic? And everyone was like, what if it wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there, there's. Uh, it's really telling how in Sword and Shield everyone's just like, "Where's the Mega Evolutions?" And there's no, there's like, yeah. maybe someone tacks onto the list. Where's Z moves if they feel like it? Nobody's like crying. Like, where did our favorite mechanic go? It's just, yeah, it's much. just Mega Evolutions. <laughs> pretty much. Um. So I think from here we can probably kind of go to our final thoughts. Um. We can maybe start with actually like where we're rating this game currently. Where do we think we're we're uh, rating it currently? Is it the upper level, lower level, in the middle somewhere? Let's start with you, Tristan. Um, as a playable game, it's probably my favorite overall. Mm. Mm. Combining gameplay and story and stuff, I would say it's second place behind either second or third, depending on how I'm feeling on the day about generations two and four. Uh, how about you, Matt? Sun Moon's actually quite interesting because uh, thinking back on it originally before we started all this, I wouldn't have rated it so highly. But as we went through the various different games and you know, I reevaluated a lot of my positions on things, I would also put this very high up onto my list. I don't know the exact ranking, but I know we're going to have a whole episode on that. So, Yeah, for sure. Um, I would say the one thing I do want to make mention is I think why we rate it so highly is in games where like the consistency and the formula works well, like we really enjoy those. I think what this game does in particular is it changes that formula up and succeeds, right? To a greater or lesser extent. I think that's why there's like a little bit of pull to have it definitely high up on the on the uh on the thing, right? Like unlike unlike I would argue oh. Pokemon Black, right? Black black and white. Um, where I think they're very innovative, but it 
you there it's it's more all over the place you know what i mean <laughs> yeah the other uh, reason yeah. why sun moon is the greatest game ever made is it got rid of hm slaves so oh which is great too yeah i agree yeah I agree. I, I, we we didn't touch on that but this is in this game uh you essentially uber your uh hm moves <laughs> uh and i love it it, because it it's 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 such a thing that we didn't like we didn't talk about it but i i think it's a thing that kind of makes the games more um i don't know it just forces one pokemon to be not useful but you need to have in your party at all times so i I like that i don't want to drag my stupid beaver around with me anymore (laughs) uh so yeah i would also rate it up highly um one thing so we're gonna get to final thoughts here and there's one thing i would like to mention that i think we mentioned um before and this this might have a little bit to do with with where i rank the game overall as well maybe in the future episodes is i think the one thing that i did realize right away on upon replaying is that um is that uh it feels like if you enjoy playing pokemon games but maybe you care a little less for the story this game definitely kind of guides you through this like the story is such a big focus in the cutscenes that there's a lot of times where you feel very um uh what's kind of forced to do certain things at certain times you know what i mean like i was starting the game it's definitely a much more uh i don't want to say railroady game because a lot of them are just straight up you know you have this route you can walk down in a straight yeah, yeah, yeah. line <laughs> it, it, it's it's more that like that could be a possible point of contention is you know how much do you like the story that they're telling right um and i think this has to do more with like replayability i was talking about the beginning of the episode where when i'm replaying it and i know where the story is going i'm not as invested to like rewatching all the cutscenes you know what i mean uh so so yeah, i think fair. i think that's where where I, like that's something i think about but i think especially if you're looking for a pokemon game that is focused on story has a good story um this is definitely up there yep uh one detraction i will add that i forgot up until now was uh the game this game is a bit on the easier side of pokemon yes uh a lot of trainers don't have a lot of pokemon they have maybe one or two uh which is a bit disappointing you know i'm not expecting everyone on the road to have six pokemon but uh uh, a couple more Pokemon to stretch out for more stretched out fights could be uh, appreciated. Oh, a hundred percent. Okay. And your final thoughts, Matt, and then we can end with Tristan. Um, yeah, I think that this is a very strong in retrospect entry into Pokemon. It's a shame that it got a lot more backlash than I think it kind of deserved. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, that led us to Sword and Shield, which we will talk on later again. <laughs> and, uh, you know, yeah. <laughs> I, I would have liked to see more Pokemon games in this style. I really like the uh, pseudo isometric view that X and Y introduced. And I think Sun and Moon really nailed. Yeah. And Tristan, what are your final thoughts on the game? I just think it's neat. <laughs> I, like I like that a lot actually we, we talked enough about it you can listen to our talk um and uh yeah we'll, we'll end it here um so uh i can't tell you what the next episode will be on um it could be that that uh, revisit to sword and shield um it could be a uh what's the word 
it could be something random. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what our lineup is, making sure that all of us are here. But uh, thank you so much for listening. Um, I love this episode. I, I feel like this is a very solid show. Uh, if I may pat ourselves on the back. Um, and uh, I yeah, hope to hope to, I guess, catch us in two weeks. And uh, thank you so much for myself, from Tristan, for Matt. We hope all of you have a good one. And bye bye. See you guys. Yeah, see you.